this week on Tea with Queen and Jay, how lack of representation can lead to silencing valid critiques of black business, white guilt and what to do with it, and coddling male fragility is whack. Let's stop it. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Hello. You ready? Yeah. I don't know why when you said hello, I was thinking Ella, Ella, A, A. Oh, wow. That was a, a throwback. Throwback. It's the first time Rihanna changed her hair. Oh. When she had the short haircut? The that was when she revealed it? Yeah. And I had that hair and everyone, I did that hair first and then that video came out and everyone was like, oh, you got Rihanna's hair. I was like, no, oh. bitch. Me and her have had hair beef a lot. Cause I... That was me and Erica Badu for a long time. We always had the hair beef. I had the head wraps, then she came out. Then I went bald, then she went bald. It was a whole like yeah. thing with us, you know? <sighs> what can you do? You We're know? unsung heroes. We are. We <laughs> are. Speaking of unsung heroes, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. Yes. Uh, we are two, two women's race nerds talking, talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen and Jay. And welcome to the show thanks for fucking listening yes we're glad Um, you're here again we're glad you're here to help Um, us dismantle white supremacist patriarchal capitalism um we do that shit every week do that every week it's fucking exciting for about an hour and a half that's right as long as we see fucking fit oh we do it'll be a marathon that's right (laughs) if you want to follow this conversation you can use the hashtag t with queen t with qj excuse me Mm -hmm. use the hashtag t with qj on twitter instagram facebook anywhere you want to use the hashtag we will follow that shit i was in that instagram the other day liking old pictures but i came through you made sure i like them because you used the hashtag that's right that's right use that hashtag um other people are using it. You can talk to other motherfuckers who are talking about this podcast and it is fucking lit. So hashtag yes. T with QJ. If you would like to support this amazing fucking podcast, if this is your first time listening, you can write this down, save it for later, or you can listen to it, see how you feel, and then come back to the beginning and catch the links. Or, you know, like whatever app you're listening to this on, there's a link. There's a link there. The notes. That's right. Uh, to donate to this podcast, you can go to our PayPal at PayPal slash what? PayPal.me. Thanks. Slash T with QJ. And you can give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will appreciate that shit. We use it to the growth of this podcast. We do not use it for weave and weed. We, we use our own money, money for, for that. that. And we take yours to refund put into the podcast you can also hit us on uh the patreon subscribe to our patreon for more awesomeness of this podcast we don't put anything in our subscription we just keep doing this fucking podcast you help with the overhead that's right let's pay for studio time and keep this thing running yes so we can use our own money for For weed weed and weed weed. that's right um and we're asking everyone who listens to this podcast to break us off two dollars a month that's 24 dollars a year you can give more a month you can give less a month um and uh we appreciate that shit and it'll help us do all the shit we need to do and that's uh patreon slash t with qj patreon.com oh slash Slash t with qj there you have it. <laughs> the actual links will be in the show notes. And what else can they do? 
you can go to our website, yes. tbequeenandj.com. There is a donate tab. You press that. And on that page has two buttons for you. So if you don't want to think about all them links, that's right. tbequeenandj.com, press the button, use that. Yep. We did some of the work for you there. The work is done. 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 Speaking of. And that's the only time we will work for free. Um, <laughs> well, we do this labor. We do this podcast every week. No, we have lots of people who contribute and have that's helped true. That, That's true. And they understand that we appreciate that. Yes. That you need to pay black women to make shit happen. Well, do you have any donation libations? I do have donation libations. What are donation libations? We pour libations mm-hmm. for the people who donate. Um, we generally have libations, period. So mm-hmm. libations are where we pour something for the homies, um, for the ancestors and for the people. I don't know why I always do that. People, places, people and places and things that give us black joy. And then within that, we always pour libations for the people who have donated to this podcast. So let's get into that. That's right. Um, so shout out libations to Renee for hitting us on the PayPal. We appreciate that grip. Thank you Thank so much. You. Um, and then we got three new Patreon subscribers, and that is Camille, Gabriella, and Asia. Thank, Thank you. you, people. We appreciate you, yo. Yes. Oh, almost forgot. What? What are your pronouns for today? Oh, my pronouns, as always and forever, are she, her, and not a lady. I am not a lady. Thank you so much. I am a she. I am a her. Um, yeah, yo. Thanks for that. My pronouns are she, her, and Tiana Taylor's wig when she was at Fashion Week. Oh, she always thing. have a good wig. No, what but was it's not one? that it was good. She was like dancing like a motherfucker, and that wig was like, I ain't going nowhere. I like it. I'm on this head. Like she just like you haven't seen the clips of her like no serving and doing a fucking thing oh, on wow. runways and at parties. It's because she's living her life and being a fine black woman. That's beautiful. And that wig is just like here. I like it. I'm here. I like it. I fucks with. <laughs> that. I'm here. All right. So, All yeah, right. that's what that wig is saying to me. So, I'm saying that. I'm here. I fuck with, <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with that. That's um, what every black woman says in every struggle movie. Like, you've done this to me. That's, but I'm still but I'm here. here. I'm, I'm here. still fucking here. <laughs> Yo, that's our song. Yeah. Let me add that to the t-shirt list. <laughs> like, I'm fucking here, yo. Um, my libations, I was on Inner Hole Uprising this week. So those are my libations. Thank you so much to uh, Sam, uh, Rebecca, Rob, and Akua for having me on the show. I was on the episode with Sam and Rebecca and a guest named Lloyd. So thank you all for having me on. Um, Libations (laughs) to you. (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) This is just funny. Um, I want to pour libations to Jay. Um, Jay was on this show and I listened and it was a lot of labor for me to just listen. Right. So I appreciate you. And a lot you. of people actually felt that way. A lot it of was, our listeners who listened. It found was just it to so much. I didn't I didn't finish through. the episode. Um, because it was just a lot of work for me to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to pull libations for you to act right. for actually being a person in that room mm-hmm. doing that work. Um, I kind of knew that that's I knew that will I knew that is what was going to happen. Right. right. We'll get more into detail um, as yeah, to what that was Yeah, but it was just on. like, my patience. Thank you. That was some shit. Um, no one was stabbed. Nobody, um, everybody <laughs> made it out alive. Uh, there were hugs exchanged at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? So you we survived the it. Person? Yeah, I did. I did, okay. man. Okay. You know, I did. Okay. Sometimes you're Martin Luther King. Sometimes <laughs> we're Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, I did. gosh. Yeah. Um, 
Into um, our new segment. Our new favorite segment. What is it? Giving black women our money. Hey, let's do that. Let's do that. I don't know if we're going to do that so fast, but I'm down with it. Well, let's explain the segment. Mm-hmm. So it's a new segment that we're doing where we are talking about giving black women either our money. So we talk about black women that we have given our money to ourselves. We talk about um, black women businesses that either we know of or that you sent to us. Mm-hmm. Or we talk about a, a, a black woman we've donated money to, a black organization we've donated money to. Right. So though it could be either one of those three things. Mm-hmm. The common denominator is money in a black woman's hand. That's right. Um, give black women your money, pay black women, give your money to black women. Yes. So um, this week we actually got a submission from a listener by the name of Sydney. Um, she sent us a letter also. It is, this is the letter. I love that y'all are including black women slash business to give your money to. I've been trying to be a more conscious shopper, buying from smaller brands owned by POC and preferably using sustainable practices. I wanted to highlight an online blog slash brand, Melanin Ass, Melanin and Sustainable Style. The owner, Dom, is a dope as fuck black woman who highlights sustainable brands owned by POCs. I found out about quite a few brands through her site. And the website is melaninass.com. That's M-E-L-A-N-I-N-A-S-S dot com. As per usual, I love and appreciate you two and the work that you're doing, Sydney. So Thank cool. you, Sydney. She actually she sent two more um, links to uh, black-owned businesses that do feminine hygiene products. Um, one of them was Nini Organics, which I actually frequent a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they sell this uh, like vagina wash, vagina body wash, because you know a lot of people are washing their their vagina with the same harsh soaps that they're like fucking washing their un- armpits and their feet with. Um, so the vagina wash is like a fucking, it's just like rose water and like, it's just really basic. It's, um, was, is that the Nini Yeah, that's the Nini Femhealth.com. Right, right, And then right. there's another one, the honey, the honeypot.co. Yes. So all black owned businesses, check that shit out. Get your shit. See what they got for you. And give black women your money. Give black women your fucking money, yo. I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Sydney. Thanks. Are you ready to get into the show? Sure. So, um, what kind of tea are you drinking? Oh my God, I'm back to chai. I know I said I was hardcore jasmine <laughs> tea for life, ride or die. But I'm drinking chai tea this week, iced chai latte. We all know your ride or die is conditional. It is okay. We have all right, been all right. together. Okay. I'm like a Knicks fan, you know? No. What? Knicks fans are ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. I'm a conditional Knicks fan. I'm there. When they're winning, you don't. When they're winning, I'm not a Knicks fan. Um. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're right. Let's abandon that. Let's abandon that whole thing. Um. Should I ask for your sports freedom paper? That was funny. Um. I'm also drinking chai oh, tea. Oh boy. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm also drinking cool, chai cool. tea. So, like we mentioned at the top of the episode, Jay was a guest on the Inner Uprising. Um. A podcast, a podcast as a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. It's um, about sex, love, and dating um, through the eyes of black femmes. Um, not all of them. Uh, okay. I, I, maybe I miss. I don't want to 
I it does does black femme can that not also include I don't know that's what I said gender binary I don't know okay all right well they they are not all um women but I interpret them all to be black femmes but mm-hmm. forgive me if I'm if I may be misstating that so somebody can correct me if they yeah, want yeah. to I have no idea that's what I'm saying. right uh... right right right, right. No, <laughs> I don't know that's fair that's fair that's fair um I use that on Twitter though and I was not correct okay I think so they then, okay that. that's yeah, good that's yeah. good that's good um, yeah, so Jay was on the Love the Show. Yeah, the subject this week was something that Jay loves. Right. If you listen to this podcast, you know Jay is a blurred. I am. She speaks often about how in those spaces she's othered mm-hmm. or how um and if you listen to Jay, Jay doesn't like that other shit, period. She yeah. doesn't care where right. wherever you fit, don't be other than motherfuckers. I do not like to be othered. So basically the podcast, we were talking about blur. For anyone who doesn't know what a blur is, a blur is a black nerd. Um, and so just any black person that's into nerddom, fandom, geekdoms, whatever the fuck your thing is or whatever. And I was invited on to talk about being a black nerd, being a blurred. Um, and I was told that I would be talking to a another blurred or black nerd, a guy who um, feels like black women aren't interested in him because he is a black nerd. So I was prepared to talk about that. Um, And then I got there and it was a little bit deeper than I had anticipated it to be. Um, And he didn't know the term blurred, which is okay. I know that there are people who don't know that term. um, Yeah, I didn't know it until you you either. Right. Also nowhere adjacent right 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 so for people who identify like somebody who says no i'm you know i'm a nerd or i'm a black nerd um you have to navigate and move in a certain way to be a black nerd and not to have ever heard the term blurred um and and again nothing wrong with not hearing that term or knowing what that is but when i was invited there they used the term blurred so i assumed that the other guests would know what that word meant and that that would be the foundation of our discussion i saw the email i can vouch right right right. i thought so too like it was yeah it's not about me right (laughs) when i got there we start, we start talking and um, we do the intro and then he's like, oh, well. Off top, off top. Right. <laughs> From the beginning, he's like, well, what's a, what's a blurred? And so for me, for me, that just changed the whole dynamic of the conversation. Um, because again, nothing wrong with not knowing that, but I thought we were there and on the same page to talk about. And there are people who feel differently about the term blurred. Yeah. So I thought we would be talking about, about stuff that. like that. Just to be clear, um, and maybe I just was not listening and I apologize if I wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was clear that this person, the guest, was going to talk about women or black women not wanting him because he was interested in these things. Yeah, he specified black women. Okay. So he said a black man who's felt that, yeah, that black women haven't been interested in him due to his nerddom um, or due to his status as a nerd or a geek, which is something that I heard before. And so I was open to having that dialogue. Yeah. And um, that's something we've talked about here before. Right, right. So I was definitely open to have that exchange. Um, and I was involved in some other threads, some uh, some like groups that I'm in on Facebook, like nerd groups, blurred groups who had already be- been kind of having that dialogue. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was interesting and I was totally down to talk about it. And I trust in her whole uprising in that space. Yeah. Um, and those are our people. So I was like, oh, OK, this will be cool. I'll mm-hmm. feel safe here having this yeah. conversation. Um, I did express that 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 subject like anti-blackness for me uh especially in spaces where i feel like i should be welcome and feel safe can be a little triggering for me 
And so I kind of asked, okay, well, you know, where is he on this like spectrum? And they're like, oh, it's not, you know, it's not that bad. But, yeah. you know, as things go, people always think that their friends are not that bad. Um, and so, you know, so I was like, all right, cool. So I get there. He doesn't know what a blurt is. Um, and so it changes the dynamics oh, of the conversation. Yes. And if we're there, especially if we're there to talk about why black women aren't interested in dating you and your status as a nerd, it just felt weird because there are so many black women that identify and that as nerds. Right, right. So that it just it caught me off guard. Both women I know who are nerds are black. Right, right, right. Well, it, I mostly just know black you, people. I was but. just about to say, do you know any white <laughs> no, people? No, I do know white I know people. You I'm do just that saying though, yes. like they y'all exist, is right. what I'm saying. Right. If right. Y'all right. exist. Right. Yeah. Um, so I thought that that was interesting. Um, and then I think that, so the, the reason why we're talking about it here is because I think that there are times, so we ended up having what came off as like a contentious kind of, um, discussion about blackness, anti-blackness, misogynoir in, um, nerd spaces, um, and the shit that black women experience in those spaces in particular. Yeah. And he, came off as really um while while being respectful towards me in that sitting in terms of like being polite and things like that a lot of the things that he was saying was saying were incredibly disrespectful and dismissive of women and of black women which i think that because um i've also been seeing people's reaction to mm -hmm. your interview right. saying that you should have acted a certain way of been, been nicer, nicer because he was polite he was still saying violent things to right her within his interview right and um, nah, you're not. Why should you meet that? Because yeah. he's speaking politely. You're still being harmful. You're telling me my existence is is no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, he. Kept, why would you be polite to that? It was. Why irritating. would you coddle that shit? Exactly. It was irritating. And I mean, I, I did. I think it was good that I. I guess. Um, you know, Sam and Rebecca. Rebecca is a friend of his, so there was some safety in that. So it wasn't like he was just some random person off the street and he was being attacked. Um, but. Yeah, he was saying every the way that he related to and discussed the experiences of women, as I was discussing them, were always related to men. If it was a woman interested in gaming, it was because her boyfriend introduced yeah. her to gaming, her brother introduced her to gaming. It was always everything was centered around men. Centered around men in that experience. And anytime we discussed women, they it was because they were an accessory to some shit that men were doing. Which is ridiculous because which is not ridiculous, which is it's typical, but mm -hmm. it's like, what the fuck? Because y'all were there because y'all were talking about both of women. Us. Right. Y'all yeah. were there because he was talking about why a woman didn't want him. Right. But the whole time he was centering men. Exactly. So why the fuck did you come to agree to do this interview? If the if the interview yeah. was about women and why they didn't like you, mm -hmm. then how come women weren't even centered to that conversation? Right. Right. So one of the other things that I found to be violent, which is, again, one of the ways that, you know, someone can sound like they're being really polite, but then say something violent is when I was talking about. Hold on, hold on. We were discussing black women and women in general in the nerd space feeling like you need to see their freedom papers. People always trying to challenge and test them before we can talk about. Yeah. 
blurred shit, nerd shit. Before we can discuss it, somebody wants to know, oh, well, how long have you been into this comic? And what's the first one that you got into? And do you remember this? And do you know that? And who writes this? And who who did the this fucking color check on this yeah, comic book? Like, and like all type of shit when men, they get a free pass to just enjoy whatever their fandoms and geekdoms are. And they don't have to have memorized all of the fucking first edition no, of motherfucker. their favorite comics. I don't have all the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Right. right. Right? And I don't need to have all the Yu-Gi-Oh cards to fucking don't. like Yu-Gi-Oh. Is don't. it Yu-Gi-Oh Yu-Gi-Oh? Like, <laughs> I think it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right, I don't need right, that right. shit. I never had Pokemon cards. Right. But the cartoon was entertaining. Like, Yeah. I was expecting for him to say, well, you don't understand why we do this. Right? Which I was open to that because I was there for that dialogue and exchange. But instead, his language was, he's like, I hear this argument about us testing women a lot. And you don't understand why we have to do this. And I I had a visceral response to that mm -hmm. because that to me is violent. I'm telling you that it is unfair that I'm here equal with you in this nerd space and I'm being challenged and dismissed because I am a woman, because I am a black woman. And again, it's one thing to say you don't understand why we do it. And then we can talk about why you do it. And I can talk about why that's not cool or whatever. But for you to tell me why you have to be dismissive of me as a woman, as a black woman, why you have to other me and make me feel like I don't belong here in this space, that is what I was responding to, mm -hmm. that violence. And I think that a lot of people listen to me. And when we talk and we are unfiltered and we don't look at it as, oh, you know, these are just how boys are or whatever. This is just how they're going to be or whatever. When we respond to it with the violence that we're being met with, people are like, oh, you're not being nice enough. You're not hearing him out. You're not giving him space. It's not the job of the person being oppressed. Right. To do that. Mm -hmm. That is not the person's job. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, you felt oppressed. Right. And that, in this space where it comes to this conversation mm -hmm. of having to prove, like, have these freedom papers or having to prove why you deserve this space and nerd them or blur them or whatever the fuck, you're being oppressed. Right. It is not your job to fucking coddle a person who is oppressing you. Mm -hmm. It's I don't get why people insist on that being the responsibility of the person who is being attacked. Right. That's right. not your fucking job. Mm -hmm. And... I wish the motherfucker would say that it's... Well, they did say it. They did say it, yeah. There were but, people, like, it's were like, nah, that. that's not your job. Right. It's not your job. Yeah, I thought that... Um, I think it's interesting how we have been conditioned. And it, this goes the same thing when we're talking about when it comes to, like, white fragility and, and white privilege and the ways in which black people... Um, uh, and other people of color are supposed to talk about their oppression. Like we're supposed to talk about it in a certain way. We're supposed to frame it in a nice way instead of being direct, instead of being expressive with the hurt that we're feeling, instead of responding directly to the violence that we're experiencing. Um, and so I just found that interesting. And um, I don't know. There were a lot, a lot of people responded and had like a really positive yeah, response was, to seen, it and appreciated of... the things that I had to say. And so, you know, I appreciate that. But I just wish that we didn't feel like it was important for us to be so nice and coddling to those who are being violent towards us. I want to talk directly to how people do that for men mm -hmm. and how we always have to like 
care about men and how they feel mm-hmm. and coddling their masculinity or like make sure you're not fucking emasculating motherfuckers right. or you know all of that language because it seemed like that also mm-hmm. like on some like well you know you know boys and and you know guys and no it's like we need to hold these motherfuckers accountable and we don't do that for men like mm-hmm. I I think like not to put like my personal shit out there but I'm thinking about like my interactions with men and women and how we how even with all that I know, I still hold women to a higher standard mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, how you treat me. It's like, you know, you should know not to do that. Right. Whereas with men, it's like, well, you know, men, is, they fucking trash. So, you mm-hmm. know, like that type of thing. And mm-hmm. we do that amongst each other. And it's like, no, like, hold these motherfuckers more accountable for yeah. their bullshit, for what they do to you. Mm-hmm. And then maybe they'll start realizing or questioning or realize something is wrong if more people held them accountable. And it wasn't just the few of us calling your motherfuckers trash because mm-hmm. you fucking are. Mm-hmm then this wouldn't be a thing. And right. it's it's patriarchy that does that, that makes us women let men get away with mad shit, mm-hmm. so much shit, because it's like, you know what, men cheat. Or you know what, men, I don't know, not even in a realm of romantic relationships, but it's just other shit that men are trash about that we just let them get away with because boys will be boys. Right. And that's what they do when they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. know any better. They're like yeah. animals. They yep. don't know how to control themselves. Exactly. And all of this other shit. Like, we have to stop doing mm-hmm. that. And it's killing us. Right. And it's often why, you and I have talked about this before, why we've had challenges when we do guest spots on uh, men's, men's podcast. Podcasts. Because they expect us to, like, giggle shit off and be like, oh, y'all so silly. And oh, I don't, y'all so... You and, and, we don't, you and I don't yeah. do that. You come We don't me. do that with each other. We, we don't, don't do, do that with anyone I don't do um, that right so we're not gonna we're not gonna bend to like the patriarchy and respond to you in a way that's like just like oh well you know boys will be boys he's so, so stupid okay. you know they trash no motherfucker you're, I'm gonna say it like this no you're fucking dumb and yeah. this is why and this like, is that's, why that's and I'm breaking it down be. and I'm gonna fucking tear you to shreds and it's not because I want to tear you to shreds I'm just telling I'm telling you what it is and that's that's just what it is <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it is you yeah. know um, but yeah, I did. I did feel, and then it's sorry. I don't mean to cut uh-huh, you off, but then it's also that because of patriarchy, because of patriarchy, women are so caught up in not looking like they're crazy, mm-hmm. not looking like they're angry, mm-hmm. not looking like we're irrational, like all of this shit that patriarchy patriarchy makes you believe when you're reacting to fucking violence. Do you right. know how many times that me or women that I know kind of rethink or not react the way that their body tells them to because mm-hmm. they don't want to be perceived in these ways. Right, like, right, right, right. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's, when they're in a situation, sometimes we'll be in a situation that feels unsafe. But if I say, don't touch me or you're too close to me or, you yeah, know. Yeah, now, now I'm that bitch. Right, right. I don't want to be that bitch. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like. Right, which even like when you and I are together and we're being street harassed. It's so funny because street harassment is so normal. We're being street harassed and one of us will pop off and it will turn around and just go back to talking. But yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. even Afropunk, somebody was, somebody said, oh, hey, hey, ladies or whatever. I said hi. He was clearly like drunk and wobbling and kind of invading our space as we were walking. So I skirted around him or whatever, and we walked past, and he's like, oh, my evening's going good, but it would be great with you. I was like, all right, well, have a good night. And we kept walking, and then he started to, like, approach us, and he's like, nah, but come here for a second. I'm like, yo, motherfucker, I'm walking away. I said have a good night. Mm -hmm. Like, get the fuck out of here. And... There are certain spaces where me doing that, somebody would have paused and been like, why you had to be so mean to him? No. Why you had yeah. to? And, and we I just, didn't, we didn't even acknowledge it. We just turned it's... and kept walking because that's, I was being met with violence. Yeah. I responded accordingly. Exactly. And now we can go back to having a good time and enjoying our evening. 
But it is unfortunate that patriarchy makes women behave in certain ways that are counterproductive to who we are and counterproductive to progressing and moving away from patriarchy. Um, Even to the point where I felt bad, there were parts of me, you know, I, I I don't want to come off me like how you said i don't want to come off mean i don't want to come off angry but that was that was like my truth as a person who always comes off mean and as a person who always comes off angry fuck that shit Mm -hmm. people are gonna do whatever they're gonna have whatever thought they Mm -hmm. have of you Mm -hmm. that has no it's none of your business what they think of you and then it's like they're gonna call you crazy anyway Mm -hmm. they're gonna call you a bitch anyway and like the great rapper from new jersey said red man Mm -hmm. i'll be that I'll, you gotta be that. I'll be that. That's like, it. I'll be that bitch. I'll be, I right. don't care because I have to be that to protect myself. Then mm-hmm. that's just what it's mm-hmm. going to be. And like, I don't like, I kind of struggled with that too. Because when it came to this podcast and I, a lot of response was like, you need to be nicer. Right. I mean, fuck all of that. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of that mm-hmm. shit. Like, delete all of that delete shit. Delete all that shit. No. Like, that it's, shit. it's like I've said on the show, that's what has protected me. And right. I, I kind of, it makes me feel bad that you even have to think about the feelings of this right, other person right. and you've I, I don't I don't empathize for men like mm-hmm. I just don't mm-hmm. I, it, yeah. I have no space for that yeah. shit fuck y'all y'all are trash mm-hmm. no I even felt I even felt bad that I didn't I didn't say the shit that he said on that show you that's his responsibility you was resp- that's, that was that's him his, but you was responding to him right it's not like these are thoughts that you just said he would right. say something and, I'll be and like, you would respond yeah you were responding mm-hmm. these are not thoughts that you just made like like the way, I, right. the way he did right. he came to these conclusions and had these thoughts and was saying them and mm-hmm. presenting them to you mm-hmm. these were not things you were presenting to him right. he was reacting to him his presentation mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't I wish that you didn't feel I don't know how you feel right now, but yeah. I wish that when we had that conversation that mm-hmm. why care about a person who does not give a fuck about you? Right. They sat across from you and presented this bullshit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without a care in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things where I knew that caring about it was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I felt, yeah, afterwards and like seeing people who responded on social media who agreed with the things I had to say, but were also like kind of like tearing him down and like, yo, that shit was like bullshit. Cause it was bullshit. Part of me was like, oh man, wow. He needs to be held up. accountable. Right. But he that needs is to be held. not my problem. Yeah. You're that's right. not, he needs to You're be right. held accountable mm-hmm. and maybe he'll learn from it. I right. don't think he will, but right. he needs to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. So. And the dot. <laughs> <laughs> But it was, it was, um, a lot of people enjoyed it. You know, people said it was an amazing episode. I enjoyed it only because, so I don't mean to center myself Mm -hmm, in this, but mm -hmm. since the beginning, since the first, since you were interested, since you were invited, I just knew (laughs) that it was going to be this. Yeah. Yeah. But we've had these conversations here often about nerddom and the othering and how, um, black men in these spaces or the special black like we've talked right, about that right, often right, right. but I think we've only talked about that here mm-hmm. this, need, this conversation had to be had somewhere else right, so right. it was like yay Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's it fucking was ridiculous. It to a different audience, so that was. Yeah. Good. It right. needs to be because I don't listen to the nerd shows you listen to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they talk about these things the way you and I do because we're the race nerds. Right. Not everyone's a race nerd. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Well, we did it there. Um, yeah. So for anybody who wants to hear it, it's the Inner Hole Uprising Blurred episode. And we'll leave a link to that in the show notes but, this episode. Go ahead. I'm nothing. I'm just, this is, I'm nothing. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> it's called the fucking Blurred episode. 
It is. But they never said blurred. It is. It is called the. Don't blurred fuck episode. with my friends. Because <laughs> it's the blurred episode. It is the blurred episode. So they said blurred to him. Uh, blurred was said. I believe blurred was said. It had to be. I don't be. know what they said to him. It had to be. I don't be. know what they said to nah, him. Nah, you know what? Next subject. I just, I just know what was said to me. And, and again, none of that was a big deal. Like, the only thing that made it, that rubbed me funny about it is that people were responding to how, when, when he said, what's a blurred? And I was like, wait, what? People then were responding to me like I was being a fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? For not accepting that he didn't know what the word is. They don't know is. the context of, but right. that's why I'm saying this right Right, here. right, 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 right. Yeah. That wasn't, he, that's not the first time he heard that word though. Yeah. I'm sure it's not. Yeah. They called it the blurred episode. It is called It was blurred. introduced as the blurred yeah. thing. Like, yeah. nah, bro. Like, nah, bro. Yeah. But um, whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? Well, it's Rebecca's man's. So. <laughs> <laughs> a friend. Um, don't trust people named Lloyd. Want to um, know why? Because you don't know if it's five two or fine two when it comes oh, to these Lloyd motherfuckers. My goodness! Don't trust them. You with the deep cuts. Don't trust them. She's fine too. He You're don't right. even know. Who knows? Is it five two or fine two? Don't trust Lloyd. Oh my goodness! That's all I gotta say. Anyway, um, I'm gonna tell my grandkids. Okay. Don't trust the Lord. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, uh, Inner Hall Uprising, for having us on. Thanks to everybody who listened to that episode and is now listening to this episode. Thank you so much. Um, and share that shit with your friends, yo. Take a listen if you can. If you can come over here shit. to Death Row. <laughs> If you don't want Lloyd's all up on your couch, all in the videos, yes, talking about blurs, dissing women, come to death row. Come to come death row. Come to tea with Queen and Jay. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we're fools. Yeah, we really are. We really fucking are. What else happened this week? So, my friend Rihanna mm-hmm. dropped a little um, makeup line over the weekend. I like makeup. We talked about that last week, too. Yeah, yeah. we did. She um, dropped it last week, though, right? No, the she dropped the ad last week. The oh, makeup. the actual makeup drop this week. I believe, week. yes. Okay. So that happened, um, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I looked at the stuff, looked good. I can afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can afford it. I'm not saying everyone can. Right, People right. like to be hearing other things. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, it's at Sephora, so it's like accessible. So if I don't want to order shit online, mm-hmm. I can actually try the foundation. You know, like all of this stuff yeah. that just makes sense for me that makes it like... Okay, I could fucks with this. Mm-hmm. Um, last week when we spoke about the line, we were talking about um, representation. Right. We we're talking about representation. Um, she released a commercial for it, and of all colors were there, but there was other things that weren't there. So we talked about mm-hmm. that. Just uh, vis- there were no visibly disabled folks there in was the video. No, and now I'm thinking about there was no visibly. Everyone was skinny. Right. Everyone was like model, model, model size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that happened. We spoke about that, but. When the ad dropped, they talked about there'll be like 40 shades, which is like mm-hmm. a lot. Black girls get excited because right. we know that we spoke about this, that there's hardly any shades for the dark people on the darker spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a million different colors for white. Yep. Yep. A million. I a didn't know million. you could break white down in that many. They break it down. They find a way. <laughs> they find a like, way. What the fuck? Any other time, they're just white and it's all good. They're white and they're right. When it comes to makeup. All, they so need all many, the shades, yo. So many different whites. Pink, white, yellow, white, white, white. They need <laughs> all the shades. So many whites. Mm-hmm. So it drops. There are lots of shades. There are lots of brown shades. Mm-hmm. There are lots of dark looking color shades. Dope. Thank you, Rihanna. Great. But there were people who were not satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
there's people who are not satisfied and there's backlash towards the people who are not satisfied. Right. And I think that what it's not being spoken about is that there was an expectation that was created. Mm-hmm. And that is what I feel people are reacting to. Mm-hmm. That's what, So first, for, I'm sorry, go ahead. So the line was released. The colors, that, okay. The expectation I think was you see a black woman who's saying 40 shades, mm-hmm. who's talking about how there's not enough shades. Mm-hmm. Who are the people who say there's not enough shades for them? Darker skinned women, black women. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that is the expectation. Oh, shit, there'll be more stuff for me. Right. And there was lots of stuff. I mm-hmm. will say that there was lots of stuff. But when you come from a space where you have nothing, mm-hmm. you want everything. Right. You right. want everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's a problem or an issue. I want fucking everything because the world gives me nothing. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fair for me to, like, yeah. feel that way. So I, that's the space at which mm-hmm. a lot of people was reacting to when the right. line was released. There were first pictures were released. You see, like, media stuff. So you see all of the foundations. And at first, it looked like it was not a lot of dark ones. Mm-hmm. It looked like way more white ones. And I was like, wait, did she make more whites? Right. <laughs> I did later see that there were a lot more darker shades. Mm-hmm. So people probably at first was reacting to that picture. I feel that was fine to do. Yeah. You were not at this event. Mm-hmm. All you were seeing is these little bits of things that are being released. Mm-hmm. And if you told me I was going to have shit and I don't see shit for me there, I'm going to ask right. your ass too. Right, you know, like, right, so right. there was that. Me personally, I am, I don't know what kind of black I am, mm-hmm. medium black, dark brown. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't usually have issues with finding my shade. Okay. But I'm not going to tell a motherfucker to be angry about not if finding I had to, shade. Right. If I had to, working in beauty, if I had to call your shade, your shade is the brown that they like to I'm the last end. brown. Right. I'm the last one. Even though I make we know. It. Exactly. Even though we know. That between you and I, that there are like 400 shades of black after your shade, your color is where they stop. Yeah. Normally. Yes. Yeah. That's why I've never had an, mm-hmm. an issue with right, finding right, a shade. Right. You're you're what they used to make. Um, you're the color they used to make black dolls. Like just the general. Yeah, I'm the la- I'm the I'm right. the color. If you if you looking for a flesh tone stocking, my color is where it right, stops. Right, like. Right. I meet that mark or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've never had those issues when mm-hmm. it came to finding things in my tone. But I also never made it a thing for me to talk about those things because that's not my problem. Right. It's not my issue. Mm-hmm. So I'm never going to tell a woman darker than me when or when she shouldn't speak up about not seeing herself. Right. I'm never going to do that. That is not my space. Mm-hmm. There's That gets that some of my tone privilege where... Mm-hmm. I don't have those issues, so I'm not going to tell you to shut up when you're speaking up about these things. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my space. I'm not going to do that to you. So it's weird for me to see people on social media who generally, their platform on social media, well, their platform is just a tweet, but they tend to talk about uh, marginalization, silencing of people, and all of this stuff. So it was very weird to see these people silence other people mm-hmm. because they love makeup. Mm-hmm. It was just like, damn, bitch, it was that easy? Yeah. It was that easy mm-hmm. for you to be like, bitches, you shut dark, up. you dark bitches, shut the shut fuck up. up. Shut up. Shut up, because it's Fenty. Shut up. <laughs> Rihanna did this. <laughs> shut up. She's doing something for us. Shut up or I'll still take it away. <laughs> shut yes. up. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. exactly what was happening. That's the fear. And it was that, so weird watching that. Yeah, movie. people oh. are afraid. So first of all, Rihanna, first of all, Rihanna is doing this thing. So it's not L'Oreal. It's not one of the brands we don't give a shit oh, about. Oh, background. It's not even like her line. It's Kenzo. Okay. And then, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's a partnership. It's, it's a, a partnership. Big deal. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right, yes. Right, right. I just wanted to mm-hmm. throw yeah. that out there. It would have been a big deal if it was just her. But when I say a big deal, I mean that she has a certain amount of financial backing and support. Yeah. 
what is that? Just fucking more eyes, a larger yeah. audience because of this partnership with mm-hmm. Kenzo. But anyway, it is Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Rihanna is the face of this. And so black women, we're fucking with it in ways that we wouldn't fuck with a L'Oreal, Maybelline. Exactly. Whatever the fuck those other exactly. brands are that don't typically fuck with us. Yep. So as a black woman, if we, we see you as the face of a brand, we have certain expectations. Yeah. We know, and you've been talking about shades. Shades are a fucking issue. Shades are our issue. Yes. Shades are the issue. We those just are want our some issue. shit that matches. Yeah. We just want it to fucking match. So there's that aspect of it. And so that's why a lot of us are paying more attention to this and we're not fucking criticizing Gucci and all those brands that been said we don't fuck with you niggers they been said that we're not buying that shit yeah. we don't fuck with that shit yeah. we're not critiquing it we're stop- we don't you care. see Queen Shay that's where we end we, yeah that's where it ends we don't care we're not buying it we have no business over there so there's that aspect of it and then there's this fear that a lot of black folks have is that what you were kind of saying before is that we have nothing right so now we have Venti. Now we have Rihanna's doing something. Black person is doing something. There's this fear that a lot of black folk, black folks have of not wanting to critique something that other black, black folks are doing because then they'll take it away. And then we'll never be able to have anything again if you say something mm-hmm. about it. So let's just take what we get. And let's just, it doesn't matter if, you know. Because master give us a piece of bread. Just take it. It don't matter if it's mold just on it. Just take it, right. Just take that And shit. it doesn't matter. Because now you're eating bread. Exactly. It doesn't matter on whose back's. This shit is resting and who it doesn't fuck the darker skinned women who can't get it. Fuck them. Don't say anything. Just take what you can get. Just take it. <laughs> Just accept it. And that goes for movies that go. I've heard we hear this a lot when it comes to us publicly critiquing the shit that other black folks are doing. Yeah. Like, no, we shouldn't. Don't say anything about it because then we're not going to get another movie like this. Or then the opportunities are going to close up. But I feel like we should be able to critique one another and like call shit out. Who else are we supposed to have these conversations exactly. with? Exactly. We're at the we're sitting at the table together. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck am I like? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get up, leave the table, go to the other house, and be like, "Bitch, <laughs> do you know what my what they're doing over there?" <laughs> Let me tell you what these niggas is doing over there. That's not how it's supposed right. to go. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of hurt my feelings to these people because they were so happy to have something, and it's fine because I plan to buy it. Like mm-hmm. I have no issues with it. I think there are lots of shades, mm-hmm. but it was just so weird to see people just like. Bitch, shut up. Right. Or, bitch, you don't even wear makeup. Yeah, bitch, maybe I would if I could find my fucking shade. What the fuck? It's so weird. It was just, it was so strange to watch. And I'm not even a makeup, like, I wear makeup. in a full face. Uh No, no, I wear makeup. But there are people who do makeup. I'm not that girl. Absolutely. We're not in here contouring. We're not, like, letting shit bake. Yeah, I don't do any of that shit. I let shit bake, but that's because I'm slow. I'm firm and like, I want to look like myself. I'm going to wash my face off and then I'll be like, oh, that's the same person. Mm -hmm. Not to say that you are different people when you do that, but I have a thing about that. It's like this weird thing that I have. Mm -hmm. We all have weird shit. That's one of my weird shits. Mm -hmm. So I don't do much with my makeup. I just make sure I look good, like refined queen. And then <laughs> <laughs> she damn sure did show up to our meeting looking all refined. Look, like, you've been out here all early on this morning. Let me tell y'all, this morning I had to t- had to talk oh to an ex, goodness. so I had to mm-hmm. show up. Show out, yeah, sure did, <laughs> sure did. Eat your eye out, motherfucker. Okay, anyway, oh, so so yeah, I'm not even like I'm not. There are people who are invested in makeup who mm-hmm. like I don't go shop for makeup. I get what I need. Yeah. And then I go home. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those like, 
budgeting for makeup. Right. Um, you know, there are mm-hmm. people who like live for that and that's fine. Everyone has their thing. I'm like that with hair mm-hmm. and weave and shit. So, yeah. you know, like whatever. But like, I don't like seeing us like silencing each other mm-hmm. or stomping on each other mm-hmm. or like treating each other in these ways over like makeup. Yeah. Over makeup. Mm-hmm. And like, you could love makeup like that. That's not even a thing, but it's just like, it was just that easy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just that easy for you to like fucking go crazy and like punch your friend in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all were acting like Black Friday sales oh and shit. Gosh. Punching motherfuckers from yeah. microwaves. And, oh, and it was just like, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really talking about it online a lot. I was just kind of just looking and observing. Mm-hmm. I did put something on Facebook, but I kind of was shouting out light-skinned women who weren't silencing these other people. Right. Like, if you... I'm a person who has always been able to find my shade. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna... I don't care. I feel like there's a lot of shades. I feel like there's enough. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's not. I don't right. know. Right. I you don't know. You wouldn't know, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not gonna fucking yell at people because they feel that something is not enough for them. Mm-hmm. Their standard could be completely different. And you know what, girl? You do your thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna be... It was just like... It was just so fucking strange. Yeah. And then because, like you said, there's a black face attached. It was like, we shouldn't say anything mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. It just was really, really weird to just see that happen. Mm-hmm. It was like the food fight in Mean Girls. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Remember that scene? Yes. It was like I that. Do. I know I haven't watched Mean Girls as much as you have. <laughs> Somehow, I don't know how you managed to watch that shit so many times. Are there any black people in that movie? Um, There's two. Okay. <laughs> Three. Okay. Okay. That's it. All right. That's um, how I take in my I take in my white people like white people taking us mm-hmm. through media. Right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that is all. That's all it's I need. Pop culture. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, uh, are you ready to go on to news that's not news? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. In a world where Don Lemon is considered a respectable news anchor. In a world where people respect Don Lemon. Queen and Jay bring you news that's not news. News that should be news, but it ain't news. Because mainstream media wants to feed you the same three stories about transracialism in three different ways, with a special segment by Don Lemon. So here's news that's not hey. news. Um, what is news that's not news? For oh, new listeners, yes. we never say what it is. He it kind of says it in the description, sort of, but not really. News is not news is... One day. <laughs> oh my God, here we go. What the fuck is the segment? I know, what? I'm about to go in grandmother mode. You see, oh because goodness. see what happened. No, just. At 19. No, no, no. What is the segment? News is not news, as we basically highlight news stories or news, news stories, or we put perspective on news stories that mainstream media does not uphold. There you too. go. Bada bing, bada. So, but the news, that's, that's not, not the news. news. Here we go. Cool. Um, so as we know, Hurricane Harvey devastated fucking Houston and now Hurricane Irma is tearing through Florida, which is fucking a tragic hot mess, a disaster. Irma is also tearing through um, a lot of the Caribbean. Yes. It destroyed a lot of shit in Barbuda. People lost homes and shit. That island um, is done. Yeah. Yeah. Right now there are a few lives have been lost um, in Florida. So things are a hot mess. There was suggestion to evacuate if you can't evacuate. Um, I think what a lot of people forget, because it's like, well, why don't you just leave? Get out of there. Girl, just leave. Yeah. Why yeah. Don't they, I don't understand. And I had these thoughts, too. I remember when Hurricane Katrina happened. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, Dad, why didn't this, why this thief? Mm-hmm. Storm was coming, leave. Yeah. But I think that what people are not talking about and why we're doing it here is that it's that's kind of a classic classist argument to mm-hmm. make. It takes money to leave. Yeah. It um, takes money. A lot of people. It takes resources. You have to have somewhere to go. You have to have a car oftentimes. If you don't have a car. You, have a car, you again, need a plane ticket, a yes. train ticket, a bus ticket. Right. Um, you have to be secure enough to know that I'm going to leave my shit and may never see it again. Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole mm-hmm. lot. Um, that takes place with fucking evacuation. Right. Like it's not like you're just fucking going to the to Brooklyn from the Bronx. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. And if you're living, if you're someone who is living check to check, and a lot of times people talk about living check to check as if it's it's your own poor like money management. Yeah. But living check to check for a lot of people is I'm living check to check because my check only covers my it very is. bare minimum living expenses. And that's that. And There's that's nothing that. After. Right. So a any that any type of like natural disaster evacuation or whatever that's money that people don't have. Yeah. That a lot a, of people don't have. A lot of people are not planning. Exactly. Not for. Just to bring perspective, me and Jay were trying to research like the amount of money it would cost mm-hmm. to evacuate suddenly and there's no number because mm-hmm. um, no one gives a shit. Right. right. <laughs> no. It's like you either have it or, or you, you don't. don't. Mm-hmm. So it made me reference, it made me think about with the podcast that we are into, Brunch and Budget. Um, mm-hmm. And they say that you should have at least $400 saved for, for an like emergency. an emergency. Right. And that's just for an emergency mm-hmm. so that you can like stay afloat. So if an evacuation, I would probably like maybe triple that, right? No? Um, I was, yeah, if you have to evacuate... Right. Yeah, I think it depends on how many. You might be able to, if you don't have to go far, that's the other thing. If you don't have to go far, you may be able to get a bus ticket to someplace, but now you're on a slow-ass bus, and then you need, and when like, you're three days leave you're leaving, time. But you're leaving to go somewhere, but you don't have a job there. Right. It's like You don't this, have anything. You might not know anybody. Right. Yeah. You know, like, it's yeah. just... And I think that's why there's no number. There's no way for you to, like, tell mm-hmm. how you can evacuate and still, like, be okay monetarily. Right. So you might have the $400. You get your bus ticket. Mm-hmm. You go to um, Cousin Pam House mm-hmm. in the next state. Right. But you're there and you don't work and now you don't have an income. Mm-hmm. So what else and is... And all your shit is destroyed. And all your shit is mm-hmm. gone. What else is there mm-hmm. to do? So mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, like, your best bet is to just... Stay. Right, especially if you do not. Four hundred dollars is a lot of money to, to have, have saved to and have sitting. I spend my four hundred emergency money. I, gotta, I spend mine. I gotta, all the time. gotta get it back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know? am a and I am a living and I don't have children. I just take care of a cat. Exactly. Me too. And my dog Hennessy is expensive, and I don't even take her to the vet because what is that? We're from the Bronx. <laughs> What are you talking about? Walk it off. Walk that shit off. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness. She ran into the bed. Oh, anyway, she's fine. Yeah. But so I wrote a list of the things that you would I, like I said earlier, we don't know the monetary um things attached to this, but these are things that you would need to do, have, or secure so that you can evacuate. Um, kind of any situation. Mm-hmm. Like anything can happen mm-hmm. and you would have to evacuate. So you would have to either secure a place to go or shelter. You have to secure a shelter. So mm-hmm. that's either you're going to another state or you're going to shelters that are in wherever you mm-hmm. live. And you have to actually trust that that shelter is going to be safe because right. that could be flooded also mm-hmm. in terms of hurricanes, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever. Right. Um, You have to secure food um, because the trip there, you need to eat. You get there, you need to eat. Mm-hmm. You don't know how long you're going to be wherever you are. Is there food available? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you eat what they what they're giving right. at these shelters? You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's um if you're allergic to I don't know, peanuts and they're giving peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? Right. Um having an option of where to go is really important. Um, being able to leave and secure everything you leave behind. So that's like, do you even have insurance? Um, you could lose everything, but is there people who have home insurance or renters insurance, they'll lose things, but at least they'll get a little check or something that can mm-hmm. help them rebuild. If you right. don't have that, that's like emotional stress mm-hmm. that I've never lost everything before. I don't know. I was going crazy just because of my apartment situation yeah. and I had to move from one part of East New York to another part mm-hmm. of East New York and mm-hmm. that's all I did and I couldn't function. Yeah. Like, you see me. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's that. You have to be able to pay for transportation. So transportation can be plane, air, or bus. And a lot of times when mass evacuations have to happen, prices go up. Mm-hmm. So maybe that bus ticket was $60 before and now that shit has doubled because mm-hmm. everybody needs a plane ticket. Right. I feel like there should be laws or something against that. Mm-hmm. But there aren't. The so, yeah. yeah. And if you do have a car, you have to keep your car fueled and then should also have extra gas because if every motherfucker in the city is leaving, it's going to take you forever to fucking leave and mm-hmm. you might run out of gas while you're trying to leave. Mm-hmm. That's mad money. Yeah. Just trying to leave, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, I just wish people understood just leaving is not, it's never just leaving. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that come into play when it comes to evacuating any situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. people aren't talking about that. So right. that's why we are. That's why we are, y'all. Yeah. Yikes. So last time we spoke, we left a link in the show notes for um support black women Houston and you could donate your money directly to black women affected by Hurricane Harvey. And I believe they're doing something now for Irma. I'm mm-hmm. not positive. If we find it, we'll put it in the show notes. But um if you look back at support black women HOU, that's the hashtag, um, you may be able to find some other connects. I know they were also talking about yeah. doing something for Irma. So. You wanna know a fun fact that I learned? Yeah. Uh, my coworker, she's a gender nerd. I'm the mm-hmm. race one. Okay. I'm at the other cubicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she was saying how hurricanes, they the way they name hurricanes is they reverse male, female based mm-hmm. on a letter. And for some reason, hurricanes that are named after women are usually not treated as severely as far as media is concerned wow. and how they spread it. And those hurricanes on record are usually the worst. And it's not because of the size of the hurricane. It's because the lack of media attention to get the information out for people wow. to leave. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Hurricane Katrina was a... Was a you know, like, I just, right. just like... I'm just like, what? Why Going, don't they just name them all? They wanted to make it... I guess fair that this women and fair, though. It's this not the only this is the only time we could be equal is with yeah. with um uh, hurricane names and hurricane names. Put that bitch's name on that shit. <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, so I'm like, I don't. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then another perspective. I think you retweeted this. Someone tweeted this. People are talking about how Irma has not hit the U.S., but we have islands mm-hmm. that are a part of the U.S. Yep. and the Caribbean, and yep. you're acting like. It's not, those are U.S. Mm-hmm. territories. That's our shit. Why y'all mm-hmm. acting like that's not a part? Irma has not hit. Come on, guys. United States. Come on, folks. Of the fuck boys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yet. Like, yeah. it has. Those are U.S. territories. Those are U.S. territories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. Ho. It's, mm-hmm. it like, what? Yeah. <sighs> y'all yeah. fucking annoying. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. Um, so yeah, yeah. So libations and and uh, you know thoughts and prayers and good energy to everyone who is surviving those natural disasters right now. Yes. Um, our thoughts are with you. We hope that you survive and are able to thrive and, you know, and bounce and back. And it was nice of our president, Beyonce, to be out there. Absolutely. It was very nice Absolutely. To see She's her. presidential as fuck, yo. Yes. So, yeah. So that's cool. And if anybody has links or resources or anything they want to connect us to or us to spread the word about, please let, let us, us know. know. And we will do that shit, yo. Sure. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017? It is about? a year that we give black women our money. What? Yes. Your money? Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes, bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you and show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to teawithqueenandjade.com. Go to the no- donation button. Press it and give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash teawithqj. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. So we got T-mail. Yes. <laughs> um, do. we got t-mail uh so basically you guys can send us t-mail you can um email us t with queen and j at gmail.com to send us any t-mail that you have or you can hit us on our website and leave us a message there at t with queen and j.com yes so we got this letter and we're gonna leave this one anonymous i always want to break out into that song anonymous i want to know i because I'm corny like that right, and I revert right. to R&B songs. Of course. That was a good song when it was hot. Alright, so the subject of this T-mail is being an ally. Y'all are one of my many insights now to a world I have always wanted to know about. I say with conviction that as a young girl, I could pray to God, I would pray to God that I could be a black girl. I wanted to be able to sing like my idols, Diana, Whitney, Aretha, Mariah. Well, I grew up and came to the and came to realize how that could be offensive. I used to say that to black girls in my class in fourth grade and was completely unaware of how life treats everyone different based on race. I was the teacher's pet at this time and my teacher was a black woman. The black girls in my class were very upset that I got to take attendance to the office nearly every day and took this to be of great offense. I wish life was that simple again, where I just was mad at a bitch because she could take the attendance I know, and I right? couldn't. Yes. Oh, Those God. were the good old days, man. Those were the good old days. Now we mad at bitches <laughs> and it's like on site for real life shit, yo. Somebody could die. Yes. <laughs> anyway, here we go. I don't know why Mrs. Brown always chose me, but I remember being very upset when she would call my name to take the role to the office. As will happen, as will happen in elementary school, the ridicule most often took place on the playground. I got chased and would not be allowed on the jungle gym where Shanika and her friends took residence. I was a poor white girl and my clothes were the same as black as the black girls in my class. Um, I really hate to imply that the black girls in my class were poor, but the way our district lines were drawn, that was the case. We were all wearing the same brands from the local discount store. Uh, she puts brands in quotations. At that time, I couldn't figure, I couldn't understand why I was being picked out. I figured 
us to be the same. I remember distinctly the day Shanika called me, Shanika called me prejudiced and I didn't know what she was talking about. So I told her plainly, I'm not, I am not. This stayed with me throughout my years of schooling in my small town and then into college. How do I be friends with black girls and not let my black female teachers treat me better than them? In college, I wondered how to impress my black professors in the same way I would impress any professor, but not be better than my black girl classmates. I don't know why I leave black men out of this equation, but maybe it's because I'm a feminist. As... As an adult now, I wonder where all this white guilt is coming from. My experience is what it is. I can't change the color of my skin any more than anyone else can. I have the privilege of not having to think about it. It's not something I asked for, but it is something I must think about. I didn't know about how that I didn't know about how that influenced my years when I was a child, but now I do. I think about it every time I'm anywhere and there is a black, brown, or non-white woman near me. I want to connect with her, know her, hear her story, and let her know I am an ally. I want all women to succeed. I know and feel we are the future and we are leading the revolution of all people. Your podcast with Barry made me think about how my words are less effective than my actions. I listen to many of the podcasts from her page, Podcasts in Color, so that I can better understand the experience of Black people. I want to know, I want to be an ally, and I hope that by doing this, I can stand up and be on the side of humans for all colors, denominations, genders, cis or felt. I am so thankful for your podcast and its dedication to living your truth. Thank you, Anonymous. Um, before we start on this letter, I want to say thank you for feeling comfortable enough um, to tell us your story. And thank you for sharing with us. And thank you for listening. Um, I'm looking at Queen's face. And there are feelings in her face. <laughs> um, do you wanna do you wanna start? Um, so when I first read this letter, it made me feel really uncomfortable. And I wasn't sure how to react. Okay. Um, if you listen to this podcast, you know that once I feel uncomfortable, I have to make you feel uncomfortable because mm -hmm. that's how the equilibrium works for my consciousness. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. It was just very uncomfortable, too. And this is, you know, that's your truth and that's your life, like, whatever. But it felt uncomfortable to hear that mm -hmm. you wanted to be a black person. And it sounded like, you get that it's offensive, but it just made me uncomfortable that it was for, like, the aesthetic. Like, because mm -hmm. you wanted to sing like these people. And okay. you wanted to, like, that made me feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it also made me feel uncomfortable. And even though you, you I get that you... You get it mm -hmm. that that's not a thing, but I hate when white people compare themselves, their sh their lives or their struggles to black people, and it's like, well, I was poor, mm -hmm. um, as if that's the only black experience, right? And as if as if you didn't maybe as if you didn't experience privilege while still being a poor white woman in that space. yeah, but that's added to that. Right, the black experience is not j just a poor experience, right. Like, it's not, there are many black people who are not poor, mm -hmm. you know? So I always, that always makes me uncomfortable when those things happen. So that was when I first read it and my eyes were like, what is happening? And then, mm -hmm. you know, it came to some resolve later that she realized these things are like problematic mm -hmm. or whatever. But it was just like that. And then it was like a piece of me that was like, okay, now why is she telling me this? Okay. Why do I? Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. why? And then, it, like, as we got to the end, we realized that she doesn't understand, I guess, her white guilt. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not for me to like care about. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to try to resolve for you. That's your shit because mm-hmm. you're white mm-hmm. and I'm not. Right. <laughs> and you feel guilty for these things because you you um are of the oppressor. Mm-hmm. So I don't I how I there's no way that I can tell you how to navigate white guilt. Okay. Like I don't have the tools. So I'm not white. Mm-hmm. I don't feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't. I yeah. I don't. Right. <laughs> um I did not feel as I, I did feel um a little it was a little bit cringeworthy some of this. Um I didn't feel it as intensely as you did. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it did feel cringeworthy, cringeworthy to me. But I I did read it thinking that, okay, maybe um, maybe you don't have someone to talk about these things with. And so you're talking with us. And we do this show every week where we talk freely and you feel like you can talk freely with us. Um, I think that you talk about... Um, how do I be friends with black girls and not let my black female teachers treat me better than them? And, and kind of being concerned with the way that um, black girls feel about you. I can see that being a thing for somebody who went to school with predominantly black girls. I could see wanting to fit in and wanting to be a part of that. So I understand why that would be a thing for you, um, for women, why you would be concerned with black women approval and not feel the same way with black women black men i don't know that that's a feminist thing i think that might just be more framed by your experiences growing up with black I, girls i feel that it's she should feel that way though i mm-hmm. i do want her to feel that when she is around amongst other black women that she needs to come at me or or that relationship should be different from the relationship you have with white women because mm-hmm. there's like this different thing going there so like mm-hmm. you should feel that way right what makes me uncomfortable is that you're uncomfortable and I don't care if you're uncomfortable right. about that. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't care. That's the thing. I don't care yes. that you have to walk around and tiptoe and mm-hmm. figure. I don't care because mm-hmm. that's what I have to do every day. Right. On That's that's my life. Welcome. Right. Hey, girl. Yeah. Like, so. Own this discomfort. Yeah. That's, Own it. that's just what it is. Own that's it. just what it's going to be. Own it. And don't feel like I have, I have um, met and run into white people who based on just my general conversation, I was talking to some guy. He's like, I feel like you think I'm like some, you know, big, like douchebag, patriarchal, like white guy. I was like, I don't. And it's not your job to prove to me that you're not just like be yourself. And hopefully yourself is not that type of person. You know, I'm sure you may have aspects of that because that's like your demographic, but you, you don't have to prove anything to me. If you conduct yourself in a way at all times, that is to be someone. I feel like you do. Well, this is here's the here's the thing. I well, get the I fun guess thing. right. I what I'm trying to say, dynamic. what I'm trying to say, but you is, do have to prove right. Sure, but what I'm you trying do. to say is frame it in your actions. Don't ever say to me because now I don't want to be uncomfortable. Don't ever say to me, "Oh, I'm trying to prove to you that I'm not this, that, or whatever." That's your shit, which is basically what you're saying. Yeah, that part of it is your shit. Prove to me by conducting yourself in a manner that is in a manner that is they are the ones who me. should be proving things to every motherfucker right. on this planet. Right. Right. Period. Right. Like so, it shouldn't be us trying to prove that we. That you're okay with us and we don't no, think you're bad. No, it should be y'all because you, right. you are actually of the oppressor. Right. So That's for you. You should be proving that. Yes. Now do I want you to be proving it in a cheesy way? Mm-hmm. How the fuck? No. But yeah. no, nah, it is your job to prove that. It is your job to do that. 
but again, through your actions, not through saying yeah, don't, I want to prove. Don't to wear you. a Black Lives Matter shirt and sit next to me. What what is yeah? <laughs> that's like that's not like do the work. Um, and I would say that one way of doing the work, there is a great organization that we've mentioned before called Safety, Safety Pin, Pin Box. Box. Um, they have a website, they have Facebook sites and stuff like that and you can it's a monthly subscription box and in the box it tells white people how to be a quote-unquote ally um or how not to be a fucking racist patriarchal dick maybe yep. would be a better way to put that for some people mm -hmm. um who are not comfortable with the term ally but how yeah, not to be yeah, no, I don't like yeah that. how not to be a race racist capitalistic patriarchal fucking dick um, and how to conduct yourself and, um, yeah, and how to how to exist in this space that we're constantly trying to learn and figure out how to exist in under mm -hmm. oppression. Um, so definitely check out Safety Pin Box. I would say when you say that you don't know where this all this white guilt is coming from, I think that if you are white and not guilty in some way, it's probably something wrong with you. Yeah. Because um, it's a lot. There's something be, white with you. There's something white with you. <laughs> there's something white with you if you are white and not guilty. There's a lot to be guilty about. Yeah. And especially as you as you learn and have a better win window into kind of the pain and oppression that we experience, I can't imagine how you could be a decent person and not feel guilty. Yeah. The, the thing where where it comes into play is how do you manage and deal with that white guilt because all these feelings again i got my own shit to process we got our own black shit over here to process yeah. we shouldn't be processing your um discomfort and fragility for you no so definitely that piece of it you deal with that on your own um, but I definitely understand why a decent white person would feel fucking guilty because you should feel guilty. It's a lot to feel guilty about. And you benefit from white privilege. And because I'm, you know, just out here living my life, we actually, you're, I'm leaving you anonymous, but you and I share a family last name. Um, so the last name of my family is that of yours. So y'all probably owned my family in some way or we're related in some way that was abusive and terrorizing to my You know what's uh, strange relatives. to me? And I was so thought about that. this. So eat that. <laughs> <laughs> You're not an abolitionist. Yeah, you should feel guilty. Right. But um, about the last name thing, when we were uh -huh. talking earlier, you mentioned somebody, you mentioned someone and their last name was Brown. Okay. And I was thinking, all the Browns I know are black. Mm -hmm. So who the fuck was this white person with the last name Brown? Mm. that we have this name right. like like right right because right. i was thinking like it would be funny if it was a white person named miss brown but oh the teacher her teacher was miss brown mm. so i'm like yeah of course of course she's black because right. miss brown right, right never right. met a white miss brown then i'm like That's wait a minute brown come from these white motherfuckers mm -hmm. who the fuck was the browns okay right. i just right. i just thought mm -hmm. i had i don't know meet the browns <laughs> um maybe they became anyway. abolitionists <laughs> Maybe they became <laughs> that is abolitionists. So none You're of right. them exist. You're right. Who knows? You're right. You never know. Um, but yeah, so that that piece of it is um, for you to deal with, not yeah. for us to deal with. But again, we are, you asked us a question, and so we're giving you safety pin box. So I would definitely take that um, and take a look at that. It's something else that you said that I thought was interesting. We talked about the white guilt. Feel white guilty. That's good. I, you just kind of went on to say my experience is what it is. I can't change my color. Nobody wants you to. Neither can we. Like, see, that. this is the part of it that gets cringy is that you sound the like you're a victim. Yeah, the all no. of it. I know. The all of it. The but this is where it. it gets like really cringy for me. Like, you sound like you're a victim of this. We're all victims of white supremacy and you are a benefactor of that. You get to live a certain way with certain privilege because you are a benefactor 
of she's white a, supremacy. She's not a victim of white supremacy. Did I say we, that? Yeah. I said we all live under white supremacy. Yeah, no, you said we are all victims okay. of white supremacy. She is not a victim okay. of white Just wanted to make sure. Right, I right, 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 right. You are not a victim of white supremacy. Okay. Everyone else is. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to victimize yourself towards the ends of this right. email, it seems. That's how it sounds. You're not. I don't know what you're doing when you're typing, but that's what it's coming mm-hmm. off as. And mm-hmm. I can't choose my color. And right. I don't know what to do. I was just yeah. born this way. And blah, 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 blah. Like, bitch, I was just born this way. Right. So there's an element of I'm I'm a white girl and I feel bad about it. So we don't need you to. Yes, you should be white guilty. But we don't need we don't get anything from you feeling bad. We need you to, like, do the work. Right. So doing the work would be like learning and she's more. starting to work she's right sure that's she what this to these is yeah, and all of these things absolutely and that's cool yeah um but don't like white at me right then there's a little bit of whiting going on in this um in this letter but this is this is a place to start you know so you've started and um we endured it we read that shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying twice i, I read that shit three times oh, yeah. i read it that one time right was at my desk like what is this? What is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and so you now um you do the work. And so you don't, you know, if I'm sitting with a bunch of she mentioned like when she's like near a black girl, she wants them to know that she is not, you know, that she has interest in them and wants to get to know them and yada 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 yada. You're shaking your head, it's so funny. Um, but that's why you have these podcasts that you listen to. But again, do the work. Please subscribe to <laughs> Safety Pin Box. Why are you laughing? I just pictured her in a room like, hey, I'm not oppressive. Right. Hey, I'm not. Yeah. Like, that's like, nobody wants that's to not, hear nobody that Nobody wants to hear Nobody that. wants to do, do the work, <laughs> do the research, do Don't, the reading, yeah. do the learning. And here's the other. Here's hoping the she next, doesn't do a sister girl talk. Oh, boy. I'm here's sorry. the next level to this. Some people, when they do the work and they do the learning, they want to be like, hey, look at me. I did the work. I did the learning. That's not what it's about. Doing the work and doing the learning is so that work, do the learning and bring it back to do the action. Bring it back to your people. Navigating those spaces where you can speak up for us in places where we can't speak up, we're not allowed in, or we're being silenced. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Navigate so that when you're in a position to push a black woman, not push them, push a black, (laughs) push me to the ledge. All our friends are dead. We're in, you're in a space where you can prop a black woman up, meaning we are being silenced or would otherwise be silenced if you didn't pass us the mic. When in doubt, give the mic to a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that it, you having the knowledge, you you know, OK, let, here I am in this space because I am white, because I am a white woman. Let me pass the mic to a woman of color. I like to use the example, even though I do not believe in allies. I okay. like to use the example of remember when Brie Newsom. That's her name. I'm saying it correctly. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. When she put, took down a flag mm-hmm. and whoever the that flag, the, right. the, the whoever that who random white man is mm-hmm. who used his whiteness to make her get the access to be close to that thing, mm-hmm. to open the thing, to like go up and do what she did. And he's we know who she is. Right. I still don't know who that man and is. And we don't need to. We remember what he looks like and he had long hair, I think, and a ponytail. And he doesn't care to be... Right. He's not... He didn't go around saying, I was the... I was the guy uh, who helped her. You'll never know that I was there, but I was there. Yeah, you know, like yeah. that That didn't I happen. marched with King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that right. didn't happen. Because it's not important. It wasn't about him. It's not you at know? all. Right. It was about her and this flag being taken down mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That's like the only... That's the only time when I was like, oh... Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't do an ally. But then I woke up now. <laughs> oh my 
I don't believe in allies. Allies. Oh, my friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there is you know there is a space for you to manage your white guilt in a way that is supportive and uplifting of oppressed people and voices of color and women of color and black women. So do the work, yo. Tap into safety. I want to add that talking about your white guilt to oppressed people is oppressing. That's another reason why Safety Pin Box, I think, is great because there are spaces where a bunch of other... I think there are, like, fringe groups and, like, where white folks are talking yeah, to each other. Y'all yeah, I could do that over there. Right, right, it's right. It's oppressive to me to hear you talk about your white girl because mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like your Apple Care part that... Mm-hmm. Okay, bitch. <laughs> like, right, right. What's the waka flock of me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was told by Apple Care. Right. Okay. okay. Right, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But thank you so much for feeling safe with us. And feeling safe with us means, as we talked about earlier, us like speaking directly to what um what we're seeing. Yeah. And what we're getting. And that's a part of why we choose to leave certain letters anonymous because we don't ever want to be truthful to someone and then they'd be fucking like dragged on socials or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um so they were talking to us. Right. And that's the safety. But we are going to like speak the truth and respond like with how we feel in actual factoids. If you come for us, we gonna send it back. <laughs> Like, like, why are you looking at me like I was going to drop something? What you about to say, girl? Gonna, what we going to do? You gonna, you asked us, we're going to answer. That's but we're right. not. You asked us, though. Absolutely. So we wouldn't, you know, whatever. Absolutely. So thank you so much for that. We appreciate you. Um, Please keep listening. And let us know how. I, I would like to know, actually, once you join Safety Pin Box, I would like to know how that's going with less of the I'm a sad white girl. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I do want to know, like, what do you think? How do you feel? You know? Um, Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. All right. Can you put J? <laughs> yeah, just send it directly to me. Queen doesn't have time for it. You can put it in our email, but just say but, yeah, hi, the Jay, hi, Jay. And then she won't read I it. I won't read Thanks. it. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Should we throw somebody in the pit? Let's throw a motherfucker or motherfuckers Let's do it. in the pit. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. The new Triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. So what's the pit, yo? Um, so the pit is where we put again people, places, or things that we're not fucking with this week. Mm-hmm. It is usually it fucking, is the opposite of libations. It is the opposite <laughs> of libations, yo. We fucking dry you out. We burn you up. We throw you in there with no water, with no liquid, with no tea. This okay. is Sparta. <laughs> Basically, that's the pit. Um, yeah. So who are you throwing in the pit this week? Okay, so I'm throwing in the pit a writer, um, but also the publication. Um, Time Out Magazine released an article and this is the headline for the article mm-hmm. um, Ja Rule is headlining a strange music fest on Coney Island this weekend and the writer of this article is a man by the name of David Goldberg why do you care Queen? why do you care? why do you care about this? first of all so let's just, just for a brief uh, history Time Out Magazine is a weekly magazine that comes out with that a- you it's great to use to like Pack, mm-hmm. pa- pack with yeah pack boxes wipe your fanny if uh you're out of toilet shit. paper yeah yeah you these pa- are the pop- things i've yeah. used that for that's what they're for line mm-hmm. your drawers if you need to line them with paper you know, you know throw up in yeah 
that's what it's for. But it's a weekly publication, and basically it has like all the shit that's popping, allegedly all the shit that's popping in New York that week, all the white shit, things that you could do. I used to, back in the day, like a decade ago, think that shit was like really interesting and like find cool shit in there. You were on a different level of woke. (laughs) I was on a different level of woke, but also it seemed to be more um, like actual New Yorkers. You know what I'm saying? Posting about actual New York shit. And now time That was always white shit. Um, I guess, but they were maybe white, like New Yorkers who had lived here forever. But it was still white. Still white shit. True that, true that, true that, true that. And New Yorker is code word for white. They're not talking about us when they, they say New not. Yorkers. They really are fucking talking not, about me. Yo. They talking about you. They are not. The they gym. used to do stuff though, where they featured. They would be people of color in it. It's gotten person. worse. Person, right? It's gotten worse. Person of color. It's. I was. I'll say it's gotten worse. It has gotten worse because now it is. What does? What can the gentrified New Yorker do this weekend? You know what I'm saying? Like. It I don't know. It seems so much more painfully white now than it used to. Um, but it's trash. It really, really is like fucking trash. I'm gonna look for an old timeout. Yeah, please. No, I am. I'm gonna Google it. There's gonna be one from ten years ago. And it's gonna uh-huh. be the same fuck shit. Oh my god. Promise you. Yeah. I don't know. Promise. I don't you. know. It seems to have a, a more like like funky alleged like funky New York edge before that included like people of fucking color i don't know person of color maybe so the strange festival that they're referring to is actually not strange at all (laughs) 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 um it's henny palooza and for henny palooza henny palooza so henny palooza for people who do not know what that is is i'm i'm reading this from their website their about page um Sorry, for fuckboy just text me. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> he goes in a pit. No, I'm okay. All right. So um, this is from their website. Like most great nightlife experiences, Henny Palooza started out as a small organic gathering of friends, but this one just happened to be at the residence of founder Cameron McCullough. The idea was simple. Bring a bottle of the popular cognac Hennessy. I used to partake in that a lot too. <laughs> I will still drink it, but Damn. although I'm a whiskey girl. Mm-hmm. And or food item. After an initial series of texts and emails, tweets, and Instagram posts, Henny Palooza has become the most shared party series on social media to date. Three years, 21 Paloozas, and 40,000 plus people later, the party in Cam's apartment has evolved into one of the most socially activated parties ever. Yes. So I've never been, but I have seen this grow on fucking Black Twitter. Black people in New York, we all know what Henny Palooza is. And it, it travels. It not. travels. Yes. It's not always in New York. Mm-hmm. I've seen this shit grow. I've seen it birthed and grow on right. my Twitter. Like, we I've seen that shit. We all know what that shit is. And want to know how I got to that about page to learn what this strange festival was? How'd you do it? How'd you do it? I, I, I googled Henny Palooza. Whoa, what? Their website site came up Stop. and then i pressed about and then i got that so then wow. I, I learned what it was so you got information about this i used the white man google and Whoa. still, and you got still found this black shit that's yes. that's really yes. you, kudos kudos <laughs> to you i Thank don't know you. how you do it i don't know Thank how you do you. it so yes so i actually came across this article because a few people that i follow on twitter like retweeted i guess the timeout article mm-hmm. link mm-hmm. and were like strange festival like what do you like 
It has a name. Like, fuck are you talking about? Right. Like, what is this? So that's what made me click it. Because first it was like, Ja Rule, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ja Rule back again. What's my motherfucking day? Today I was like, Ja Rule watch. I was like, what is, what? Ja Rule's what turning is, the tide. What is this strange right. festival? <laughs> I want to see. Ja Rule's at it again. So that's what I'm thinking. I knew Henny Palooza was happening because my homegirl was going or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew it was happening. And then I clicked and I'm reading it and I'm like, wait, Henny Palooza? That's happening in Coney Island? Is this that strange happens festival? all the time that people we know go to all the time? All That's the like time. a regular recurring thing that happens that more happen- than one, it happens more than once a year, right? Yes. Yeah. It yes. happens like forty thousand plus people have been to the all the collectors mm-hmm. of this event. That's a lot of mm-hmm. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. This is not a strange festival. Is yeah. it strange because um Hennessy's involved? Hennessy. It's strange because it's a gathering not typical to like how y'all do music festivals. Because there'll probably be no acoustic guitar there. Yes. Is it strange? And white man with dreads. Because it started as some like dead ass on some kickback shit the way black people started every fucking thing we do because y'all don't want us to be a part of shit. Too black, too strange. Like. Mm -hmm. Too black, too strong, too strange. Just just ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. it, it, it just like. Grind, grind my gears, especially my gears. because Henny Palooza. I've never been Henny Palooza. It would be something that I'm assuming I've never been. So mm-hmm. let me know if I'm wrong because I've never been there. But it's something that's probably be catering more to the hip hop kind of crowd, mm-hmm. the crowd that the media kind of likes to shit on all the time. Right. Anyway, that kind of black that right. you like to shit on continuously, mm-hmm. um, doing their own thing and not needing to go to your club Hello. and not needing to fucking. Hello. Battle bouncers and pay right. all this money for yep. fucking bottles to go on your shit and mm-hmm. to have access into your shit so they could create it they exactly. own. Exactly. Not so needing now to it's take strange. Off their fitted, not needing to not wear their. They phones. could just be black as fuck in their phone Come, closets. Drink their henny, mm-hmm. grind on some bitches, mm-hmm. watch Ja Rule, yep. do whatever wear the fuck two he did. Dressing Jordans, yep. Mm-hmm. And just be, but that's strange. Mm-hmm. It was just ridiculous. I don't. It. I don't know. And mm-hmm. then it's like you said, this is something that started in New York. Mm. This is Time Out is a magazine for New York. They make me fucking They talk sick. about New Yorker shit, they right? They make me so fucking sick. So even if you're someone like me who's never been, mm-hmm. you can still figure out what the fuck it is and it won't right. be that strange. It's not strange. But because it's black people and it's not the special black people, mm-hmm. you're not even going to fucking do your white man ghouls and figure out what the fuck this shit is. Right. Like, are you serious? You're a journalist. That's gross. Bitch. No, he's not. I know. Mm-hmm. But that's what his, it says on his business card, probably. Yeah. That's gross and disrespectful. I'm so upset that I think I'm going to go to the next Henny Palooza. <laughs> and I've never been just because, like, that's not my type of fun. But I, yeah. fucking is now. <laughs> Be right on what? I'm, I'm going. You said it's strange? Henny? You said strange? it's strange? Oh, white man said this is strange? You know what? We up in there. This All is up in doing. that shit. Where's my fucking Jersey Jess? Let's I might it. buy some uptowns. I don't I might take Let's it back. Do it. Like it's fucking ridiculous. I it just Oh, the other thing, the other reason I want to throw this in the pit. Keyword, Ja Rule, right? So Ja Rule was a part of some other strange festival yeah, I that was actually was strange. Actually strange fire with white or people. Fry or fry or Fry Fest. Fry Fest. Or... Fry something. Fest or Fry Fest or something, whatever. Something not worth remembering because mm-hmm. that's the one that should have been the strange. Something strange and white and motherfuckers was out there stranded. 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 Mm-hmm. And that was headed by white people. Yeah. Ja Rule just happened to some, somehow be in a mix of mm-hmm. whatever. 
That was the actual strange festival. Mm-hmm. And this is the one you call the strange one? Yeah. Because what? Because Jaru was there. And it must be the same shit. Mm-hmm. And Jaru wasn't even 100% responsible for that other shit where mm-hmm. people was fucking stranded eating fucking cheese sandwiches. Cheese and bread? That's <laughs> crazy. Queen, you sell me out your and cheese and, br- and bread? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you probably want to say what bun and bread. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Cheese and bread, yeah. An actual strange festival yeah, happened. Yeah. That shit was strange as fuck. Mm-hmm. I never took a plane strange. to a festival, bought a ticket, and then strange. the plane took me from the keys to uh, whatever. And whatever there the was fuck. nothing. There was only cheese. No performances, just cheese and bread. That's the chain. That's the strange festival. Oh my God. Motherfuckers in Coney Island drinking Henny, having a good time. Ja Rule happened to be there. Oh my God. Because I, I, let's be for real, people did not buy tickets to see Ja Rule. Not at all. They bought tickets for Henny Palooza. Yes. People go, people go not knowing it. Who's going to be there? Gonna and then people just show up and time. do yeah all the yeah. time like I'm going I'm going we're too. going to Palooza, yo send us fucking tickets yo bring that the shit. chicken I want chicken irk me you know don't fuck with my blacks yeah. <laughs> like dope yeah it annoys me mm-hmm. <sighs> fuck I can't wait to go to Palooza. me neither I'm like fucking excited because now it's an act of protest that's, <laughs> and that's what we love to fucking that's do that's what we love to do all up yo. in that shit that's what we love. To Can't do. wait till they play all about the Benjamin. Oh, oh, it's gonna be fucking lit, yo! It's gonna be lit. Yeah. So, Time Out Magazine is in the pit. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name? David Goldberg is in the pit. Yeah. His name would be Goldberg. Fucking bitch. Right? Wow. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, one more pit, really quick. Okay. Lloyd, you going to pit? Oh, Lloyd from Inner Hall. Don't fuck with my friends. That's all yeah. I gotta say. All right. And there's that. Uh, I've said enough about Lloyd. We've done a show. So I'm going to just leave it. Yes. We did a <laughs> fucking show, yo. Thanks to everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Please, if you listen to this show and you like this, tell a fucking friend, yo. Yes. Share it. Tell everybody that you love this so we can get everybody listening, so we can get everybody We actually had us. a new review. I what? noticed it the other day and forgot and just Stop now remembered. your lives. Yes. And I'm proud of myself because I almost never do the homework. That's usually Jay. Yes. Um, yes. So I I'm do, excited. I do, do the homework. She's the studious one. I am. I'm like, what? We do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay left it on Friday. Oh. When I looked, it said 23 hours ago. I was like, oh, this is recent. Wow. Okay, so. It's five stars? It is five stars. Oh, because we're five star chicks, yo. Five star chicks. Five star. Okay. So it's, well, yes, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a lady, but thank you so much. Um, It's by Andy Glow. Okay. So excited to hear these women as race nerds. We are not alone. We out here. Yeah. LOL. It's nice to hear voices crying in the wilderness. And she put a laughing emoji and mad claps. That's awesome. Keep it up, y'all. Thank you. Thank you for thank that. Thank you so much. That we is appreciate on iTunes. you. Yes, that yo. Thank you for doing that. So, like we said, if you fucks with this show, please tell everyone that you know about it. Tweet about it. Share it. If you are on Instagram, you can do a screenshot of your listening. Like fucking screenshot your phone or wherever you're listening to our show. And um, we love that shit, yo. Do. Please do a share it, spread the word. If you would like to leave us a review on the Purple app, also known as Apple Podcasts or iTunes, you can search TV Queen and J, go to reviews. Once you get 
to us. Yeah. Go to reviews and leave your own personal fucking Yes, um, I want to give a libations to everyone who leaves comments. We got lots of comments last episode on our SoundCloud. Yes, we did. Thank we you so much. We appreciate you. Follow us on the social media. Oh my god, why do you always say that? Because I like us. I hate abbreviating stuff, but I like that oh, one. Follow us on social media. So, we so are shmish. on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at T with QJ. You can find us on Facebook, Tumblr, T with Queen and J. As we said before, you can leave us T mail, T with Queen and J at oh, gmail.com. Sorry. That's the website. Yes. I'm gonna sh- be quiet. Yes. T with Queen and J at gmail.com or hit the website, T with Queen and J dot com. What else or, is popping? What? You can follow us. Yes, you can follow us. We be saying stuff. Yeah. You can follow me. We be at... tweeting. We be tweeting. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't I know. I thought you might have. I know. I thought I did too. She about to drop a verse. We about to be freestyling here. All right. You can follow me, Jay, um, also known as Janicia. You can follow me at Janicia F J A N I C I A. The F is for go fuck yourself. Um. Yeah, yo. Also her last name. <laughs> oh, also, also my. <laughs> My last name. My slave name. My slave name. Um, yeah, on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at the Queen Speaks with an S and an underscore because some bitch out there mm-hmm. has a Queen Speaks. You're a fucking egg. You ain't saying nothing. Even on Instagram. That's weird. But you got to keep all your social media the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I'm like doing my thing. Okay. Um, at the Queen Speaks. That's on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter. And yeah. Do that. And Miss Vixen. Oh, I have a magazine hey. that I I took a break in the summer because my life was in shambles. Not really, but I'm just think that way. Mm-hmm. And I'm she'll be reemerging in October. Oh, okay. It's vixenmag.com. Hey. Check her out. Cool. Tell a friend. Nice. Yes. Do that shit. Hashtags Black Lives Matter. Stop killing trans women. Black Panther's so lit, yo. That shit is about to be so fucking lit. Disability too, too white. white. Stop killing trans women. Did you say that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pay black women. Give black women your, your money. money. Give your money to black women. Listen Hashtag to black women. Tea with QJ. Hashtag T with QJ. Hashtag Podden. Hashtag Pods in Color. Uh, are there any blurred hashtags? Uh, say don't be a bitch. Black Panther so lit. Um, don't be a bitch.com. Don't be a bitch.com. Hashtag blurs matter. Blurred lives are black lives. All shades matter. All shades matter. No, Hashtag Fenty Beauty. I don't Beauty. like all shades matter. Yeah, that that could be. I don't like that shit. Somebody all shades matter in one of Denicia's That's right. Facebook posts, and we had to. We did. Have we had to, to, to gather it, her. She had to be gathered. She so, had to be gathered. Fuck that. Forget I said that, y'all. Yeah, take that off. Scratch that from the record. Thanks for listening. Good day. Good day. We be tweeting. We, we be tweeting. Sloan, having I know this is kind of fresh, but having done this once, does it give you a hunger to win another slam, to do this again, feel this feeling again? Of course, girls. Did you see that check that that lady handed me? <laughs> like, yes. Man, if that doesn't make you want to play tennis, I don't know what will. Man. So, yes, definitely.